Hey folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You were on with Real Redneck Tom Millard. Of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom. Bill, are you there? I'm here, and it's a, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It is a beautiful night for a podcast. Cool off a little bit. It's not too bad at all. Sure did. I'm sitting out here in my Redneck Country sweatshirt with the almost guy on the on the sleeve and enjoying a nice cup of tea. Jeez, I was going to say, if I know you, you're probably a little bit chilly. You got the knitting yeah. needle sitting beside you, got your cup of tea. That's it. I'm one step away from putting a blanket over me. Candace, can you chop yeah. some wood to get the fire going to warm up, Bill, please? Already stacked in the wood shed. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as always, sitting beside me is the patriarch of Redneck Country, my father, real Redneck Domilar Dad. Is your mic hot? It is. Beautiful night to walk over, too. That's all you have to say? That's right now. Impressive. <laughs> See, we it's gave a, him last week. We let yes, him we go. We might be good for a couple months. <laughs> I still want to ride in the hot rod, so I'm not going to really say too much on that, that oh, front. So. Good grief. But there you go. Chirpity chirp, chirp. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's uh, interesting. You know, it's getting to the end of the season here uh, of the, the summer, and it feels like it just started, you know. It, I agree. Finally, we're, we're starting to, to see some geese in the air, and uh, the, I bought my, my uh, goose or duck stamp last, uh, I think I said that on the last podcast there, so... Starting to get ready. Starting to get get the itch. And they're in the sure. fields. We're going around now. We're asking permission. Yeah. I went up to uh, Aurelia this weekend. Uh, PP and I did some fishing, which I'll talk about in a bit. And the fields were packed. I tell you, it, it was uh, right near uh, uh, Weber's uh, grill or, or whatever. I don't, I don't remember exactly where I was, but the field there. You just, I, you just, it was nowhere near there, but you had to mention. I had to say Weber's. Weber's. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Weber's, a, I think, is beyond where I, where I tipped off. But you know what? It's okay. Weber's it's grill Weber's, Weber's Grill. And, uh, <laughs> I got to put the shout out for, for the local barbecue shops. So. <laughs> free charcoal for me. Everywhere. Yeah, free charcoal. There we go. So... Uh, yeah, they are. There's a bunch. I know my brother-in-law, who happens to be sitting right behind me here in the studio with a microphone and headset on. We'll get there in a minute. But he actually has been assisting with the scouting because he sent me a Snapchat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're in 2021. Snapchat? We're are in you kidding 20 me? 20 freaking 21. You guys are all disappointing me right now. Let me tell you a little something. I, I had the most disappointing news on the weekend that the PP is a TikTok guy. <laughs> Sorry, PP. Are you kidding me? I do not no. see that. I don't see so, it. I'm looking for no. it right now. I mean, not that I know. Wait, I'm uh, sorry. I have to download TikTok and then right, I'm going to look for right. it right now. All you guys with the social media <laughs> platforms, I, I don't even know how to use. My kid's sitting on the couch right now. I can see her right here. I don't know if it's TikTok or Snapchat, but the flash is going off and the things are happening here. So you guys are just right there. You know, I shouldn't say it because he's probably saved my life more, more than, than he needed to, but we'd love to, I want, I was thinking we should have PP on, on the podcast, but I don't know if we've got room for any more women to come on this thing. <laughs> he's a, he's a TikTok guy. And he's having a lot of fun with it. That's for sure. So do you know his handle? I'm gonna get I all. I'm gonna get all <laughs> redneck trucker manly here. What? What's his TikTok handle? No, I have no idea. That's, it was something bullfighter or something. I have no idea. No clue. No clue. 
Because I said, uh, I, it, I'm just, I'm not going to get into another uh, social media platform that I have no time for. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. So but anyways, I cut you off on your, your, kids. Uh, it's your Snapchat. Your so, Snapchat yes. deal. So my brother-in-law Snapchatted me a whack load of geese. What, Connor? There had to be 500 in the air. Maybe even more. Like, it was insane. It was just a line of them. So, naturally, I, I can't Snapchat dad, and I'm not willing to show him yet another <laughs> social media platform. So, I quickly texted him, and hey, Connor just sent me this from this corner. We need to get out there and find permission. So, we're working it. We're working on it. We're working Good on deal. it. Good So, it's that time of year, and we're going to shift focus there. I think this might be, like, one of our last podcasts where we're talking about summer jazz. Yep, and, I think and, so. and fishing and stuff. We're probably going to switch over. Like we got dove opens Wednesday, which I'm pumped, man. Like me and Connor have been fishing and all you can hear is. Anyway, however that works. Yeah. Hey, it was, it was like quarter to nine, 10 to nine. It's dark. You can't see. We're getting ready to leave the water and you hear. And, and it wasn't the normal hoo, 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 and whatever they dove soup, but it, it was more of a who, 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 who. And I'm like, oh, well, that yeah, could be. Yeah, I would have been con- con- confused too. That would have. Are you kidding me? You couldn't tell the difference between a dove and an owl. <laughs> it was a long day. We've been fishing since 6 a.m. It was now 9 p.m. Yeah, no water. And it was stroke. dark. I was like, why are the doves? The doves aren't even out. But they must have been cooing from the trees. Yeah. So Wednesday, I've got to I'm going to drop some hammers. I got a field that is, is there's got to be 80 to 100 on the the hydro wires right on the highway. And as you drive by, they all and fly to the to the fence row, the row of trees fence row. That's right. So, yeah, I'm going to set up. I just got to I got to talk to the landowner and get in there. And I'm going to rock some doves. You need about 80 to 100 to make a meal. <laughs> 45 did okay. I mean, it, you're hungry by the time you get them all cleaned, wrapped in bacon, <laughs> barbecue sauce to throw on the barbecue. That, but yeah, we did all right with, with we limited out with 45 the last time. But yeah, yeah, I think they need to increase the limit. I'm with you on that. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not looking at it for keeping them around sake and, and, you know, the longevity of dove hunting. I'm looking at it from the meat standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be any bigger than a little meatball size. Ah, chicken nugget. In the yeah. yep, chicken nugget. I better get an invite to that dinner. I haven't tried it before. Well, uh, you uh, might have to come I'm shoot. Yeah, hey, I'll yeah. show you where they are too. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna drop the hammers. We're gonna have where it's gonna be all right. Right on. So where are we going this week? You know what? We got my brother in law here. I think we start with you, Bill, and find okay. out what you did this week. Yeah, I mean, I can give you a short summary of what went on this weekend. It was a it was a pretty good outdoorsy type weekend at the uh, the, the old Tom Ranch here with with us doing some fishing on uh, on Saturday. It was it was one of those long overdue fishing trips that Peepy and I were talking about for I don't know ever since COVID started and we finally clear, decided to say that's TikTok Peepy by the way. Yeah, Sorry, carry yeah. On. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we finally decided to get out and uh, I've been struggling to fish Lake Simcoe. I don't know how to fish it. I don't know the right spots to fish. Um, I used to. Uh, it, things have changed or I just forgot. I've had lots of concussions in my time. I'm not sure which one it is. Yeah, I'm going to go with concussions there. But he uh, he, he committed to, uh, to taking me out and showing me some of his spots. And I tell you what, it was an absolute fantastic weekend. Right so, on. Yeah, Saturday we uh, we and got, got up into like a, 
Yeah, we did. We actually, well, some of us did. I, I did. I outfished him six to one, but it, you outfished uh, him six to. He was too busy on his phone. He was too busy <laughs> uh, making sure that the, uh, the the Karen Hester guide service was was putting his if, client if on I fish. Find, is what it was. Well, that, and that is commendable. So, people, I will give it up because that that is what you do. I will say yeah. that. So that's why you wanted him to take his boat. But yeah, regardless, yeah. so but I will say if I find Peepee on TikTok and there's a whole bunch of videos of you like going to cast and then it rewind and go to cast and then rewind and go to and you look like a fly fisherman or something to some funky beep, I I am going to have something to say on the next podcast. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, uh, you'd be able to find it first, be the IT guy, or you'd have an IT guy show you how to do that. No, one or two, I'm here not we sure, go. But, but no, it was good. We went to launch out of the same launch my brother and I did, and we said forget it because they wanted to charge us a hundred dollars to put the boat in the water. A hundred dollars to launch? Yep, in in Aurelia, and it, it's one of those what? shout out in a, in a negative way to Aurelia. We were very disappointed. Is this we, a public launch the, or is this a it, privately uh, owned launch? Well, that's a great question. It's got a ticket booth. So I don't know if that means it's a private launch that somebody's invested in or this. Or if the township a, owns it. It's a township owns it. But whatever it is, it used to be a public launch, but they've made it with this ticket booth thing. And we showed up. We started on launch of the boat. I said, PP, I'll, I'll get the launch. I figured 45 bucks, whatever it was. It doesn't matter. He, he, it's his boat, his gas, whatever. If I have to spend 45 bucks and I looked at it, I said, PP, it's $100. He says, forget it. So we all of a sudden <laughs> that thing's like a kayak and you're just going to find some beach to roll that suck. You start weed whacking some trees out the way you'll get there. Well, I tell you what we did is we just kept going until we found, uh, uh he, he knew of another spot to launch on Lake Simcoe, but it was, it was a uh, off of crown land. Not many people know about this spot. I don't want to give it away because then it'll become a, a whole lot of, <laughs> trouble there. An avoidance but, uh, of a you know, hundred dollar freaking dock fee is what it'll become. Right. That's absolutely insane. We, uh, yeah. And the spot that we, we launched was free. It was on crown land and it took us down a little river. And then we, we got out into the uh, other side of Lake Simcoe from where we wanted to start off with, but we just kind of reversed our path as to how we were going to fish. And we literally fished from one end of Simcoe to the other. And we took his boat and we, we're ripping across the lake. We'd stop at a spot. Uh, now, did he have these spots, Mark? Is this is this uh, Sharon Hester guide service? He knows where to go, or were you watching Fish Finder for structure? No, no. He he had these spots already pre-marked. You know where you'd start with with a rock shoal, and it would go into the, to an island, or it would would it would taper off from you know uh, nine feet down to twenty feet or whatever. It was kind of you know it was it was logical, but at the same time, it, it eliminated a lot of water. And with my small boat, I don't have the ability to rip across the lake like we did in his boat. And uh, I hooked into some some good fish. I, uh, my new uh, a shout out to uh, the tactical fishing fishing rods. Uh, the power shot, I bought that a couple of weeks ago from, uh, you know, through and through Nick Obermach and, and is the absolute best fishing rod I've ever, ever owned. You said that, eh? So, okay. Yeah. I got, I got a whack load of questions. So hold on. So sure. yeah. why, why that fishing pole? So I, I bought it because uh, seven foot two, um, it, it is a one piece carbon rod. Uh, it, it, had a little bit more uh, to offer than the uh, the drop shot um, from a backbone and, and from so a, a couple fast. different models, right? 
Yeah, they got, I don't know what they is three, maybe three, four different models, but I, I was attracted to this one based on the length. Uh, the fact it was, I think they're all one piece, but uh, I was based on Nick's recommendation too. He, he said he would have went with this one over the drop shot and I took his recommendation. And I tell you what, it is the most sensitive rod I've ever So I've, I've ever said felt. this and my brother-in-law, like we're rolling with, with six rods in our kayak, seven rods in our kayak, uh, more if we could fit them, right? I just bought a new one, but used off Facebook. I bought a lose laser speed or whatever probably the best rod i got it's a one piece and the reel's awesome and i've always said i don't care dad your mic's hot so you could chime in what is the rod and reels that we have always used since i was a kid how much did they cost oh shoot i don't know since you were a kid they weren't very much money well forever we go buy the cheapies that are on sale at like canadian tire or or your local store that they're like 45 bucks rod and reel copy you're like 45 bucks we're going to buy that. That's a real and a rod. And that's all we've ever used. And so I'm like, I'd use an old cane pole, but you're saying no, there's a difference. No. Well, there's a huge difference. There's I mean, dudes that uh, are spending uh, 600 bones on rods too, right? No. And this is the best part about these, uh, these, these tactical rods. You're not spending the $600 on like a St. Croix or a, uh, a G Loomis or, or, or something like is that. that. How you say I, that St. Croix? I always said St. Croix. I, I'm not as uh, technical or, or savvy as you. St. Croix is what I call them. But PP fishes with those, and him and I were fishing side by side. Similar setups, you know, he were fishing drop shot with, uh, uh, you know, PP uses fish, fish. St. Croix? He does, yeah. Man, bullfighter got money. He, he's uh he's invested in his and stuff. I, maybe i don't want to find maybe. i i don't want to know what his videos are now on there but but kudos he'll, yeah he'll fish either a daiwa or uh, a fluger we both fish fluger uh fluger reels but um the the, the st croix you're, and, and the daiwa you're big money where i'm at you know my my um my fluger reel i think was about a hundred dollars and then the uh the rod itself is say about 146 150 bucks so uh, it was 225 dollars shipped to my door here into a combo that you will have for your life and it, is, it will be the best uh feeling finesse rod that you've ever ever had the tactical, I can feel the tactical rod tactical, tactical power fishing. shot that's way yeah. too much for me to spend if I'm going in a boat. It'd just end up in the bottom of the river or the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I pity the fact that you spend good money and only to have it. Too funny, as eh? So we go fishing with Nick Albermock, and guys follow him around Lake St. Clair because they know he knows where the fish are, right? You go with him on a walleye charter, you got five minutes in a spot because then all of a sudden 12 boats are right on you because they know Nick knows where those fish are. And so it's the same with that, only it's not they're, they're coming because there's fish there. They know they're going to get free tackle from the bottom of the lake they just need <laughs> yeah. to mark the spots oh, that's too much uh, the latest newest and greatest it's at the bottom of the St. Lawrence and I never caught a fish yet <laughs> little well, did they know I'd put them right in their boat with them and they could have them and all the tackle <laughs> it's all there for you for the taking just gotta follow Todd around I tell you what that's all yeah seven foot two inch one uh one piece uh you can fish either uh one eight up to five eight ounce ounce lures it's uh you know i i I, uh i hooked into two fish over you know around four pounds uh each fish was a four pounds species you pick pick smallie Smallies, right? Yeah, smallies. yeah we're fishing for for some smallies the the other ones were you know two pounds did you boat flip them 
the the other ones I did, the bigger ones I did not. You're too nervous. You didn't want to break that new tactical rod. There was no breaking that thing. That that thing is it'll bend itself in half and you'll still have fish because I did it. You know the, the the fish that were fighting under the boat. Fifi had enough time to you know light a cigarette and, and walk to one end of the boat and grab his coffee and. He says, oh, you'll be a while, you know, <laughs> reeling that in. And I was, and it was just, it was a lot of fun uh, fishing with that, that setup. Cause it, you know, you're not uh, having a, 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 a telephone pole where you're just horsing them into the boat. You're fighting them and you're having a good time doing it. So okay. yeah, we got six fish. I, I, well, without I giving away back. his just, spots, yep. he, he had a marked, it was structure, drop shot and depth. What were you doing? Uh, we fished, you know, we caught fish in eight feet. We caught fish in 20 feet, you know, depending on how the day was, we were, uh, in front of a massive storm the entire day where Candace was at the house here, uh, which is, you know, uh, the South end of Lake Simcoe. She Calling was so life insurance <laughs> up in it. Yeah. She was. she was like, you guys are right out there. Is everything okay? And I'm like, we can see the storm. You know, when we were in the, the lower end of Lake Simcoe, we saw the storm coming and we ripped to the upper end and then we fished up there for a bit and then waited till the storm passed kind of around us. And then we cut back to where we, we launched from and was we it rough? got wet the whole time. Say again. Was it rough? No, that was a funny thing. I, I expected with the storm coming to have, uh, you know, white caps and whatever. He, we were going 65 kilometers an hour across, uh, uh, across the bay there with no issues whatsoever. So you got it. You got the boat up to, to 75 kilometers an hour full. You know, that was the top speed that we were able to do with, with both us in it. He's got a 150 uh, Evan Root on a 16 foot skeeter. And it, it was not crazy, not crazy. Huh. So yeah, a little bit, you know, nerve wracking for me. Cause I don't like, to go swimming when I go fishing, I kind of like to <laughs> How stay boring in the boat. Are you? <laughs> yeah, and we actually hit a, a, a swell, and I got launched out of my seat, and you could have fit my tackle bag and everything I had under me before I came back out onto the seat. And he's like, "Wow, where did that wave come from? Because it was rogue. It just it came from nowhere." <laughs> I got That's when he looks over. Is Bill still with me? Yep, we're yeah. good. Throttle on. <laughs> If that was me, I wouldn't have come back on the seat. He'd <laughs> yeah. have been going around and picked me up. Or would we? Uh, yeah. <laughs> One or the other. Jeez. Yeah, it was good. We, uh, we, we, so we fished. We uh, got back before uh, you know, we didn't get any weather. And it was good enough time. So Sunday we went to the trap club and I did a, an ATA issue with yeah. my wife. So. Toronto International Trap and Skeet. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We've added onto the tits thing so it doesn't say tits. Yeah, uh, that's that's that. So we don't uh, get in trouble anymore. So yeah, it was good. There was uh, we did we shot singles and, uh, and caps, both of us, and uh, it was it was fun. Right on. Did they day. have a whole lot of shooters? Not as many as. Well, I don't know. Truth is, I don't. I, I haven't shot very many ATA shoots outside of the big ones. So they had six squads of singles and six uh, squads not of bad. not bad of caps. Yep. And only a couple squads of doubles, us, which we didn't stick around that for. don't want to travel that far, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, right so I, I shot a, I shot okay. I, I, I kind of didn't do well for my first uh, You told first me your round. scores, and I'm going to disagree. So we won't, <laughs> the, the, the handicaps, you shot okay. You shot freaking awesome for the caps. Like, let's look at this. This is pretty much your first year shooting ATA for the most part. 
right? Yeah, that's like, true. Yep. Like, you've shot one before two, right? But it was just like fly by the seat of your pants, show up, shoot, gone, and, and not really practiced ahead of time or anything like that. So that's true. this ATA shoot, you've actually you've put maybe a month in of actual shooting once a week, solid. You're coming off yeah. a shoot in the provincials. Yep. Right? So you've got that under your belt. And then you walked out there, 23-yard handicap, and you laid down an 88, which in your first year at penalty yardage, that's pretty freaking good when really you've not shot a lot considered... Considering what trap shooters shoot that's normally, a good score, Bill. That, that's, that's a good yeah. freaking that, that holds yeah. true with people that have been shooting for twenty years. Yeah. And eighty-eight I, at twenty-three uh, yards. Yeah, it was actually oh, twenty yeah. yards. I'm not gonna. It, we didn't. It, we didn't have to take penalty because there was no prizes in this one. Ah, uh, okay. So, so you shot. But uh, still, yeah. But hey, an, still twenty yards. Yeah, yeah, I shot an eighty-eight from twenty yards, and uh, I, I haven't practiced caps at all because when we go out there, nobody likes to move the mics back. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's what it's like when we're in your clubs and stuff. But you see the size of trap so shooters, big. right? They're they're just lazy. We just <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but everybody likes to shoot their their singles. But nobody, I, I don't practice. Small. You'll have guys join you. You'll have guys say, oh, good. They're wow, they back. moved them. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll actually get up and shoot. Then they're too lazy to put them forward. Now you shoot caps the rest of the night. We go out and <laughs> yeah. move them. We go out and move them, and all of a sudden there's a full squad. Nobody suggested yeah. it. We just go move them, and then all of a sudden just there's a full squad. Thing. Oh, they moved them. Good. Let's go. Yeah. I'll be shoot. doing that next time we go out, because I tell you what, my wife is is a, a caps queen. She just, I, I'm not going to say too much about her score for singles, but it wasn't great. I didn't tell her to change a thing, not her hold points, not her ammunition. Well, I changed not her, her ammunition on life, only because not anything in nothing. the kitchen, her housework at home. You didn't mention nothing. any of that when she had a gun in her hand. No, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> bit smarter than you are in many ways. And that, that's one of them. But yeah, my wife doesn't go to the gun club bill. That's the ultimate. Smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I didn't, she didn't change her, uh, her choke tube. She didn't change anything besides her distance. She went from 16 to 19 yards and her score Doubled three times, you, you know. She, you saw her scores. Yeah, she, she yeah. Said oh, she crushed 18, her single 15, score she, with the with the caps. And I'm watching her because she's shooting on the station beside me, and she's not chipping. They're ink balls. Yeah, so I don't know and, well, what the and, difference and I is. Think, honestly, for both of you, as I've said this forever, right at the 20 yard mark, at the 20, and and I'd say almost back to 23, 16 yards. I think is almost harder because you get shooting too quick with the caps. It makes you maybe slow down a little bit to get a better look. And it's all about the look. And really there's not much difference there from 16 to to 20. There's hardly any difference at all. You get a better look at them. It's a different mental thought process. I think for, for newer shooters that they're like, okay, I've really got to concentrate now. I'm back another four yards, which really you don't. It's the same that you would do at the 16s, but you'd maybe don't put as much. And so it's the mental side of it, right? That you concentrate more, you get it. So it makes you feel like you get a better look. And really it's all about, look, you see that target, you can crush that target. First round for caps. It was whole points. It was trying to figure out on the house, how my whole points needed to be per station. And once I figured that out, I rolled them and I'm not, I'm not going to be, 
mean, you know, uh, pat myself in the back because I got a lot of work to do. But, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like, you're you're not not that you're an arrogant person or anything like that. <laughs> no, not not that I'm going to be uh, say the Todd Millard uh, eighty plus podcast uh, phrase. Not that I'm narcissistic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but as soon as I figured out the whole points, and I didn't, and this is going to sound weird, and I don't know how to explain this, but I didn't come up to the targets. I came across to the targets on the hard angles on station one and five. So you're holding pretty high. I was holding low. I was holding right at the the bottom lip of the uh, of the house. Really? Like yes, on station three. Oh, on a hard and left four. or hard right? So you came right off the corner, picked it that's up, correct. And, and pounded that's, it. That's yeah, exactly okay. what yep, I did. Yep. Right off the corner, and the 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 station three. I'm right at the the, the numbers number on the on the house is where my gun is. I got you. That's how low I'm holding on on that, and I was just snap my wrist there and hardly moving at all. And those targets were just breaking. <laughs> so what was your best out of 25? Are you willing to say your best out of 25 in the handicap? Uh, yeah, I shot a 24. Oh, uh, in the handicap. Yeah. In the I That's what I said. He was crushing it. That's why I got I this ran. 25 straight badge right here that was getting ready to mail, but I thought it'd be to Candace. Now I'm, I ran I, I'm 17 or 18 straight before I dropped my first target on that, on that round. And then hit the rest. And, and then I hit the rest. Yeah. And then I and then I went the next the next round after that I shot a twenty one. And I dropped two on the good. first station. Yeah. I dropped two on the first station and then it wasn't until the last station I think I dropped it dropped another Man. one or two. It doesn't matter, but you're getting so close okay. to that twenty five. You're getting so I said, close. I said to the guys coming off the line, I've never shot a 25 before. And they were like, oh, yeah, you shot it. And I'm like, no, I missed it by one. <laughs> so <laughs> They were like, we don't even like the Jays. Get that hat out there anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyways, that's, uh, yeah, that's my time. I've, uh, I've taken up Look enough that, time. Look at that, you're cutting yourself my... off. Are we, is that yeah, a thing not... now? Do we have to do that? Don't expect me to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not much more. We uh, we came home, cleaned the guns, had a nap. It was a uh, it was a great Sunday afternoon. Right on. So clean the guns. Sounds good. It's good. I'm glad yeah. you cleaned the so, guns. See, now you're taking is, a little uh, bit out of my book. Did you do pre us yet? No, I got to look at that. We'll we'll meet tomorrow. Don, would you remind him? He did yeah. when he got here tonight. I did when I got here. It was actually, are we uh, shooting this we weekend? We haven't even <laughs> signed up the ATA and OPTA yet either. Yeah, it's all renewal time, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right, too. That's okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, who's right. next? Well, we go, well, me, I will relinquish my time to Connor. So okay. we'll go to dad. Listen to you. Okay. <laughs> that was a little too positive. <laughs> so now we'll go to dad. Dad and I'm uh, dad. What did you do this week? The only thing you guys are interested in this week is I did make it to the gun club for a practice. Did you? <laughs> Todd was working late. He had meetings. Now, what do you mean the only thing we're interested in? I mean, we don't get to hear about the pills or the doctor's appointments or what? You want to hear it all, Don? Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't get Connor's mic turned off. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday night, Bill and I went. There was only four of us at the club. It was awesome. We shot four rounds apiece, and we moved them. We moved the uh, mics back. We did shoot around a handicap, but it was hot. It was really stifling hot. But the sun was out. See him good. So I shot a twenty-four. Or, yeah, 24, 24, 25. And then moved the moved the mics back to twenty two yards and hit a twenty one. 
So I was wah, still happy wah, with the 21. So that's why I said your scores are, are good. But uh, but anyway, we had, we had fun. It was a nice night visiting with the, the guys that were there. It was cool. All right. Uh, I'll add on to that. Yeah, go ahead. Well, not to your Wednesday night, but I'll add on to your thing. So then he planned, I couldn't go fishing Sunday because he had planned our Easter dinner for that Sunday. Cause it's the only day that my cousin, Oh yeah. My cousin that's didn't why you work. guys couldn't come down with us. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Or come a, shoot, shoot at Toronto. Yeah. Cause it well, was our Easter we had dinner. restrictions. There's, there's 13 to 15 of us. Well, there was 13 trying to get everybody together. It's it, tough. It yeah. Happen. I was going to tell the story once really it, succinct. Once it opened up, it, it, you know, like we couldn't get anybody together. So the 29th was the only day that everyone was off work at the same time. So Saturday I cooked a turkey dinner with all the trimmings and had it all in, in foils and everything ready to go on Sunday. We got home from church, warmed it up, and everybody come over and we had a so it was good. big turkey dinner. And then he planned a game, and this is where <laughs> I wanted to go. So Dad decides that he's going to play Name That TV Show Movie based on the theme song. So he divides us into four teams. Three teams. Three teams? Three teams. Felt like there was four. No, it was three teams. I feel like I was on my own. So <laughs> there was there was three teams. So it was my my sister and brother in law, and Les and Sarah. And thank you, <laughs> and Les and Sarah. That was one team. It was my family, me and my wife and my two kids, and then it was my uncle Ron, who's eighty freaking three. My aunt, who's I don't even know how old she is. 60? She's, she's almost 65. Almost 65. And my mom, who's 73. And then my nephew, who's 20? No. 19? 18. 18. 18. So that was the three teams. And so then dad's got his MP3 player there with a speaker and he plays the intro. And my kids were so distraught for maybe the first 15, as were we, because like, if I start whistling the theme song to Lawrence Welk, Bill, are you going to know it? <laughs> there was no Lawrence Welk. If I start whistling, like I'm going, hold the phone. Some of these, I think like he was just, I'm pretty sure he had 59 songs. There was probably a couple in there that my mom and aunt and my uncle got on points because it was just, they didn't have an intro. Cause all, if you watched the TV show, all you'd hear is the film projector going, <laughs> Literally, no. it was that, and we're going like, "What the heck?" They're like, "Can we get to where you the TVs make were it fair for everybody? You can't just yeah. have the young yeah. kids get the TV My show theory stuff. You Those expect, old people let, have let been me, alive all ask, the way through all of these. We ask, weren't alive when those shows were. Let on. me ask you a question: Did you expect the eighty-three and the seventy-three-year-old to know the theme song for Shimmer and Shine? They've had the ability to keep up. It's not our problem. <laughs> I did not have the ability to watch those old shows. That's not fair. Like Avery watches Shimmer, Shimmer and Shine. They wouldn't have got that one. Avery snapped that one right up. Anyway, so that went down, and we were all pretty close. I mean, it was all within a point of each other, and then he gave us prizes. But I'll tell you, it was like Joe Biden running a game show. <laughs> I was going to say that because I gave a recap on the scores. He's like, and, and then... I Todd's team. Jen was, Jen was ahead team of one like, team. It's and, the same and team. And my daughter, Carrie, was ahead of the other team. And so I said, and what do you know? Jen's team is one point ahead of Todd's team. I'm so used to saying Jen and Todd. And they were on the same sure. team. Sure. And they all said, that, what? I went, oh, no, no. I meant that, Jen's team I one point against Carrie's team. But Bill is laughing. 
because he already knows he's hung around you. The people listening to the podcast that have listened to you, <laughs> when I say it's like Biden host, they got it. You don't need to describe anyway, or give any said, more input. Yeah, well, that that was a five-minute interval getting everybody calmed down because that was a pretty good joke. Everybody laughed at that one. It was Biden running a, it's pretty much on our yeah. podcast. Anyway, so so that was that was what else he had done. So I would fill that in. I thought I would get it in there succinctly. I well, apologize. That's good. That goes on. You guys were able to get together finally after a long finally, time yeah. of trying. Like once they open it up, you can have 25, then nobody could get together. Somebody's working, <laughs> like Rick's working afternoons on Sundays or Les is on a run on Sunday. And so finally on the 29th, I said, okay, that's the date. But when they set that date, it was like a month ago. So we had no idea he would have an opportunity to go shooting. But anyway, that was the date we set. So we finally got it in. Finally got a family gathering and had a turkey dinner, and it was pretty great. Okay, so before we get into the meat potatoes of this podcast, because I'm excited because Connor's here, and this is this is this is giving you the other side of what you've possibly heard for so long, but more in detail and and I believe with more passion. So before we get there. What I did this weekend. Oh, you want to know, Bill? I'm glad to tell no, you what yeah, I did this, sorry. this I was, week. Was, uh, so uh, I've been taking every week. Friday off, which is cool. So I thought you yeah, were I don't know how you got away time. with that too. By the way, That's almost all my time. This is your time. I'm using it. This is what we did. So well, yeah, like, I've, I, I don't remember getting 18 minutes. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, even one of my stories, he told it. I thought you were going to talk this much. <laughs> yeah. We gave you time last time. I tried to tell you, you cut me off. Would you Good. expect any less or anything else? Halfway through your story, you always take over anyways. Chad, yeah, will you warm up now. dad's milk so he can go to sleep a little earlier? Yeah. <laughs> Let me know when it's five. Then. <laughs> normally, we're 26 minutes in. He's normally out cold and I can just go. <laughs> sleepy, <laughs> sleepy Joe beside me over. Anyway, so Friday we took off. So we decided it was going to be event day for the family. So the kids wanted to go. We had our anniversary on like the Tuesday. So I took, I surprised them. Like, and like it, Tuesday or was it Tuesday? Do you remember uh, your anniversary? My wife's with an earshot. What are you doing to me, Bill? It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was Tuesday. I'm trying to hold Tuesday. you accountable. That's all I'm trying to do. Was it Tuesday? I think it was. It was Tuesday. Yeah, she said it was Tuesday. There we like go. Tuesday. <laughs> Connor, you're not staying here tonight, are you? The air mattress is free, right? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so on Tuesday and I always do for our anniversary, it's just our style that it's a family thing, right? We've all been together for so long. Da, 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 da. So I took them bowling. Well, that sparked them that we hadn't been to the Palisade since COVID or bowling or doing anything cool like that. And I use air brackets around cool because they could have come and hung out in the woods with me. But regardless. So, OK, they want to go now do laser tag. We didn't get to do laser tag. And, and then but there's also this trampoline park thing. And so I wanted to bring this up, Bill, cause I'm pretty proud of myself. And, and, and like you said, I have to get it in there that I, you know, I'm not, I, I may be a little bit of an arrogant guy, but just tell the story. Yeah. So get up Talk in the morning. Get, oh, we use, you make it longer. Okay. So get up in the morning, get everything ready, ready to rock. We go pick up Megan's friend, boyfriend. I'm reluctant to say it in that terminology. Andrew, we, we pick him up. And then away we go. So I had an idea. And this kind of hits with the redneck country. Well, I feel with the redneck country morals and values and what we stand for. So I thought, you know what? We're going to make this good because I don't want my kids growing up and having, you know, the judgmental people look and, and, and it, it, it hinders your fun because you care what people think. 
And like, what's that person going to think of me if I do this? I don't care. I will do whatever I want that I think is fun. And I don't care what you think of me to a degree. I still respect people, but rules are made to be broken at times. And let's have some fun. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to teach them that we don't care what people think. So we hit value village first. I didn't tell them. So we got a surprise. We got to go first. I said, all right, I've made on pieces of paper. I wrote down four or five different characters. It was like a eccentric art collector, an eighties rock band or rock star, um, a super nerd. And I, man, I don't remember them all. An uptight accountant. An accountant. And then I can't, oh, and a, and a obnoxious tourist. And so I, I said, okay, draw out of the hat. So everybody drew one and you got that. Now you've got to get at least three items to represent this and what you are. Let's go. And we hit Value Village. And so we came out looking pretty, what I thought was pretty freaking cool. And then I made them wear that outfit into the establishments when we first went in. They could take it off after because it's hard to jump on a trampoline dressed up like a nurse super nerd or like an eccentric art collector. Plus, it was freaking hot. So you could take it off, but going in and paying, standing in line, you're letting people look at you and we're having fun and I don't care. So that kind of kicked the day off. Now, we had a blast. So what I really want to key in on, all the, all the other stuff, okay, fine. We did Laser Quest. I won. Yeah, we all know that. Blah, 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 blah. We went and we did a, a 80s arcade video game. I, I beat everybody in pinball. So that's given. And then, but we went to that trampoline park and dude they have the ultimate um ninja warrior or something like that what out of all the kids and stuff you're tooting your horn to say you beat the eight-year-old <laughs> in uh, the laser tag i got photo proof i got photo proof of it all be, be, be proud of your accomplishments <laughs> oh, i dude, get that when we went into laser tag and there was only the four of us me andrew avery and megan I destroyed them. I mean, I doubled the second place person score. Who was Megan? I doubled her score. I crushed them. They could not hold a candle. The guns had shotgun mode. So you could go rifle mode or shotgun mode. Oh, dude, I was hiding and rolling and ducking and weaving. And like, I made friends with the lady running it. So I knew she wouldn't kick us out. And so away we went. And I mean, it was pandemonium. It was absolutely epic. I, I destroyed them. I ran them over. If they seen me, it was too late. It was like a cop with a radar hidden on a highway. By the time you hit the brakes, he's already got you radared off to the side, Captain. Oh, oh dude, man, I laid waste. Man. And I took pictures, Connor. I have photo evidence. As well as 47 million on Metallica pinball. I have photo proof. Anyway, none of that matters. That's the best pinball game ever. I, I will tell you it. that. I didn't really. I was. People were giving me the stink eye at the arcade because I wouldn't get I, I wouldn't walk away from it. It's free, right? Yeah. $5 cover charge. Boom, go. And so... People are like standing there making you feel bad because you're playing. But did you hear it? That means a free game. Sorry, son. I'm going to stay. Keep playing. Anyway, so I I, I play that. But then where it was, we're at the trampoline park. And so we're going, well, Megan has a boyfriend there. I got a show, dude. That I Sorry, am. I just had a. I just had a vision of the song "Pinball Wizard." <laughs> I was thinking it in my head. Deaf, dumb, and, deaf, dumb, I was actually thinking that while I was playing. I'm like, would I be better if I try to feel the vibrations in this? But they they wouldn't turn the music off for me, so it kind of irritated me. But anyways, I cut you off. It's Carry all on. Good. This story is long enough. Carry on. <laughs> now you sound like dad. Anyway, <laughs> so we get to the trampoline park. We're doing the trampoline thing. It got to show off a little bit. I got Andrew or Megan's boyfriend Andrew here that I've got to make sure he knows. I am the alpha male specimen of all humans on this earth, my man. So you better watch and learn. So as we're doing this, well, then we look over and there's two ultimate warrior things, one for kids 
and then the ultimate, ultimate warrior one. And so they all chirp me because I work out a lot. They know how much time I spend in the basement. And they're like, Megan's like, dad, you got to go do that. You can do that. And I've seen this on TV and I'm thinking, I watch it on TV. It doesn't look that hard. They're hanging on these, these monkey bar things. They got to swing to a rope. They get on the rope. They swing across and you're telling them, all you got to do is get that swing. Get that swing. Come on. Oh, you fell off. I'm like, I could do this thing, dude. Let me tell you (laughs) this thing. I could not let it beat me, Bill. But between you, I, and this podcast, it almost had me to my knees. I had, I had worked out in the morning, but I was, we did it right off the bat and we should not have, I was dead the rest of the day. My, my every muscle in my body. The first thing I had to swing across hula hoops and get go like, like monkey bar hula hoops. So that one, okay, that was easy. Got there. The next one is five feet from the podium. I'm standing on is a beam like, like, uh, I, I don't even know what you got joist. Up, up on the ceiling, right? Like there it is. You have to jump five feet and what's on it. But those stupid, just those little rock climbing grips. And I mean, this thing's a box. It's a foot, it's a foot high, a foot wide. And it's got these stupid rock climbing things all over there. You have to jump and grab those rock climbing things with, and hold on. And then it is 10 feet long. Grip strength. You now have to go and scale this thing vertical for 10 feet. You're not, there's no feet involved. It is only a foot wide with these stupid things. So you're hand over hand holding your whole body weight. It doesn't stop there, my Dan. You get to the end. You now have a five foot leap from those to a rope that you now have to grab onto and get swinging because then there's another rope that you have to jump to and then five feet to the next platform where you can actually take a breather. Well, dude, that destroyed me. So I get, I I did it. I tell you what, I was so pumped. I got, now the last one, it just looks like these giant hoops and there's maybe like a 10 foot gap in between. There's three of them and, and 10 feet between each one and they're weighted. So they lean towards you. But when you grab them, they'll swing towards the other one. And so I'm standing there eyeing this up thinking that's one heck of a jump. Then my grips are already spent from, that stupid thing, but I've got to hang on enough that this thing's got to propel me up in the air so I can make another leap 10 feet to grab the next one to swing another 10 feet to grab the next one. Well, while I'm standing there, this little kid kind of reminded me of me, maybe back in grade six, seven, he's about 60 pounds. He skipped the one behind me. Let me tell you, he didn't do that one. He comes and buds in front of me, looks at me and he makes this freaking Spider-Man leap boom, onto that one, boom, onto the next one, boom, onto the next one, boom, across, turns around, looks looks at me and went, ha, and walks away. Dude, it was everything I could do to not go grab that kid. <laughs> but I was too sore. But I you did a whole new respect now for the American Ninja Warrior. I did it, dude. That, I'll tell you what. He's going to sign up now. After that crap. That's it. I, yeah, I was done, but I had to do it. And I had to prove I could do it. But I was impressed. Yeah. So not to toot my well, own horn. But yeah. Not, not to toot your own horn at it was, all. Eh? It was a good day. I taught the kids. I showed them what for. So anyway, so that was my week and then fishing and this is where we're going to go. So now without further ado, the latest real redneck from redneck country is my brother-in-law, Connor, always been part of the family. So, but lately let's go right from the beginning, Connor. So I bought my kayak way back in what, February COVID. And he didn't really, he didn't see it or anything like that, but I took months building it. We all know that got it done. Well, had to get his 
tip top before you let me know about it. <laughs> I got it. I got yeah. you. Smoke it perfect. So then now and we're almost at bass season. It's now time to unveil. So I call Connor. We're going down to a buddy of ours that's right beside Connor's place. Got some giant freaking gravel pits in there. It's going to be the maiden voyage. I posted the stuff on Facebook way back when Connor's yep. with me. So we get in this thing. Well, right from that, Connor, I'll let you speak. But you at that point, I was sold. You're getting a kayak. Yeah, I was getting a kayak. We, we were on the hunt then. So then it was odd. Well, once I knew that he was in, it was okay. Well, guess what? Now we've got there's there's kayak tournaments that we can enter. Well, then it was it was lights out. So from there, Connor went and got a kayak. We found one on Facebook. He went and got it. We outfitted it. We got the milk crate. We built the the hangers. We got all that jazz and we started hitting fishing tournaments. So from there, Connor, your first impression when you when I first told you I had a kayak, what was your first thoughts? Well, I was I was excited. I was interested, especially in that motor part of it. Well, yeah, because yeah. when you think kayak, who wants to freaking paddle all day, dang, dang, day, right? But, but yeah, so, so had the motor. So then, all right, we enter the, the fishing tournament. Yeah, Lake Buckhorn, I think. One. Lake Buckhorn. So away we go. And I'll, day. I'll let you take it away, Connor. You tell our day about that and what your thoughts were, because this is our first tournament, actually our first bass tournament, really, like, I like actually organized. I got a question before you get into that. Yeah. How much did Todd help you or did he, you know, encourage the, uh, the bass fishing side of it? Did, did, did you get much help from Todd or it was well, I've, been, I've been doing more. bass fishing a lot, uh, a lot before the whole kayak. He's, oh, he's I've been never been in a kayak. Like yeah, kayak but when stuff. when you saw Todd, you know, with his kayak, oh, if for me, I would have ran the other way as fast as I possibly could. You <laughs> yeah, know, because I, I know Todd likes a challenge. So and I, will uh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny. Yeah, no, Connor's fished forever, right? And like he yeah. these these gravel pits that I took the kayak to, he lives there. Like he's there every freaking day. So it was a no brainer that that's where we were going to take it. But but yeah, so but I'll let you tell it. So we we decided we we're going to enter it. We're going to go down Friday night. We got to get up fish Saturday morning. I found a little cottage and and then I'll let Connor tell that side yeah, because this is evolving. We'll get to where we are today. Yeah, it was a it was a little cottage. We uh once we got up there, kind of got six. It was raining then, I believe. When it we was got there. Yeah. And uh, well, I mean, I think it was six or seven hours later. It was five o'clock in the morning, still raining, still windy. Uh, pretty terrible day all the way around. I think I, I think I caught two fish that day. Oh, that day and white caps. Oh yeah. And so what we didn't know was you can't use motors in that freaking tournament. <laughs> you brought yours. Too, I think. <laughs> and then, yeah, you could use it. So, the day after, so we get out there and there's white caps and, and wind. And like, it was a half an hour to drift one way. That half an hour was four hours paddling back against current and your anchor wouldn't hold you. Yeah. And being the first tournament, we made the mistake of going the wrong way to begin with fishing blind. We didn't, yeah, yeah we didn't yeah. know we went the wrong. If we went, went the other way, we went left when we went left our cottage and docked in and basically with the current. And with, we yeah. Fighting it. yeah. And we were fighting it. If we would have went right, we would have got behind some islands a little more protected <laughs> and probably where a lot more bass I think, would I think have been. Buddy won there too. That was yeah. Right second, second place. We watched the guy catch four fish that took second. So from there, we now knew what we had to do. 
And we kind of got, we kind of got in, in the, yeah, we got the hang of it. So from there on, Connor's now been entering these month long tournaments and, and I have too, but I'm yeah, all Ontario waters. And yeah, I'm not as hardcore as Connor as I, I am when I, when I hit the water, but I, he's a lot more, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And he's now hitting everywhere he can. And yeah, so it's kind of nice. Long he, point, Rondo Bay. And yeah, so he's finding where to go to get him. So we're in the the month long tournament. You got to have five fish total length, all of that jazz that really the the total length is the the mass. So you really want to catch smallmouth bass because they're longer than largemouth. Well, now you got to find where the smallmouth are. And so that's where kind of Connor was. And we've been finding largemouth, no problem. So then this last month has been largemouth only. So that's our fisheries. So right now... This tournament ends tomorrow. And out so of- let me ask just a quick question and then stop. When when these tournaments and the weigh-ins happen, can you see the fish that the winner has? Yes. Like, okay, so it you know that these guys that. are. Yeah, so it goes so, beyond that because you. So here's the the you can caveat. See it the whole month long, you can see their the fish that they're catching. Yeah, you get an oh, app. Because I was just curious, you know, based on what, what they're weighing in or measuring in, you could tell, hey, the large mouth, large mouth, large mouth, that, that that's where the big uh, sizes are coming too. from. Some of these large mouth, they look, they look odd, eh, Todd? I don't know if you've... If you've seen a couple of these guys' pictures, but they look like different largemouth than we catch down here. <laughs> they're, they're, some of them are a little deformed, Bill. I just figured they're from your neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what is in the water. They they, they do. They look a little... Darlington nuclear plant they or got something like big that. big heads, little bodies, and they're freaking long as heck. They're like, yeah, they're 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 weird, weird-looking largemouth. But <laughs> the deformed in the picture, maybe? I don't know. But no, it, it goes further. So you get the app, and you take the picture of the fish on the catch board by the length, right? And it's all about inches. That's really what matters. So you take a picture of this thing, which I've talked about many times in this podcast, get the picture, and then you enter it. Which isn't easy. On the app, which no, it is not. I've got a picture of a fish. I had a one of my, my second largest for this tournament. I put him on the board. I'm pumped. I go to take the picture, and he jumps in just as I push the button to take the picture, and he's in the water and gone. And I'm like, oh, I look at my phone. Got a picture of just the tail. I got a picture of the tail going into the water. So that's disheartening. You lose that. But you take it a step further. I actually made a meme about it. And so on the meme, I put on there and I, it got deleted, of course. You learn you learn from your mistakes, too. <laughs> now, now you put the net underneath your catch board at the end where they can hop off. <laughs> Good call. Sure. Just in case. Yeah. Secrets of the first year angler, right? And so, hey, how, how many catch boards are you at right now, Connor? You got one, or I bought one and I still have one. <laughs> you're, you're on your first one, right? Yeah, I'm on yeah. my first one. Dad owes me a catch okay. board. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no. the, the guy that crosses the wake of a tour boat <laughs> and swamps us and says, I own the catch board. Yeah. He made me do it. Yeah, so, it's, it's swimming with the fishes with my fishing pole. Yeah, it's in the St. Lawrence. Anybody wants to catch catch board and a nice pair of fishing glasses and a nice fishing pole, it's in the St. Lawrence. Uh, up by the thousand odds. I heard it could have been your tackle. Could have been the tackle. Said, but Todd dove in there and made a, well, a life changing decision. Thank you. Thank you, Connor. 
dive in. He just oh. said, oh, look, it's floating. I swam over and got it. No, the first time. The we're, second we're time, my time catch though? board was going down, and Dad's tackle box was going down, and I'm standing on my kayak upside down. It is already full of water. It's sinking, and I had to make the decision. Dad's tackle or my catch board? And I chose Dad's tackle. You're welcome. Very honorable. There's more money in there, that's for sure. So anyway, but what I was saying with the meme in that, it goes further, Bill. So you can take a picture, and I can take a picture. If I catch one at the first of the month, I don't have to enter that thing till tomorrow at the end of the tournament. You can hold it in your life while nobody can see what you got. So so you could be in last place with no fish, and then the last day of the tournament, you can enter all your fish in. and 19-inch fish. Boom, yeah, and then you're in, right? So you can do that. But I, I, a lot of guys don't. I'd it's rather put cool. the pressure on people, right? I've, if, if I'm catching big fish, I want them panicking. Yeah, like I want I them or giving up. Yeah, exactly. Or giving up, right? Oh, screw this guy. I'm not going to catch him. So that's kind of like going to an ATA shoot and posting the big score of the first squad. And everybody else is like, well, I've got to beat 100. Now it's in their head. They miss one. They give up. They quit shooting. Like, screw it. Right. Don't have to concentrate anymore. So that's my theory tactics, but I made a meme because it goes further. When you put those pictures up there and you see the leaders, you can look at their, their pictures. Well, now they've got these fancy and you know, this bill, you have these, they got these fancy fish finders with GPS. You're zooming in on those GPS. So I made a meme. I don't always zoom in on a person's picture in tourney X, but what I do it's because they're at first and I'm checking out their GPS. So, but you're also looking at, uh, yeah, they toasted it. I thought it was pretty funny. But yeah, well, it's the, it's, it's my standings with the group. I think, yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was, just, it was you. <laughs> it's how I roll uh, anyway. So, so yeah, but really that's what Connor was doing in our last tournament. Like, so not the month long tournament, but the tournament that you're on site for the, the one day you go do it is now you got the leader catching some large fish. He's up to 90 inches. Holy crap. Everybody else is catching these stupid little dinky things. Where is this? So Connor's checking out, you know, where, what, what's in the background? what kind of water is he in? Can you see lily pads? Is he in some thick mat? Like what's he doing? Is he punching mat? Where is he? And so Connor, that's why I say Connor's, I'm not even looking at the app. I'm just fishing what I, what I know and going. I was going through all these guys' photos, figuring out what the water looks (laughs) like. I think he's over on Facebook. He's actually doing research. Not even the, the fish finder thing. It's more just what the water looks like. If it's, you know, clear, if you can tell it's deep. That's smart. Yeah. Whatever's, whatever's on top. Like the one guy he was in first, just a green mat all around his kayak in, in the scuffer holes, all that. So he's in some thick, thick, shallow crap. So, and did he have the plugs in or no? We're in Kashikoma and what's, Mississauga. What's that? Bill? Did he have the plugs in his boat or? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Ain't nobody needs scuffer plugs. <laughs> anyway, but I tell you, that's a smart thing to do. You want to well, be the best, find out what the best is doing and copy yeah, it. Right. So, then, but then we're trying to find that, that water that adapt or die. And we couldn't find it. Yeah. Some guys are leaving their, uh, their, their soft plastic bags out when they're taking the pictures and that. It's kind of checking what they're using. Yeah. Yeah. That could be decoys too, right? Yeah. Be, see, yeah. They could be smarter than me. I will, you know, possible because i i know for sure when the the guys do the weigh-ins on those tournaments uh like you know the the, the pp and brian norman and those guys do the the leaders 
uh, weigh in their fish last for, for dramatic effect. And, and the, the guy who uh, runs it wants that to happen to put on a show, right? I mean, he's, he's promoting things. With these tournaments, it's completely different. But not a single rod, reel, tackle bag, nothing. Yeah. There is no nothing on the deck of that boat that you could get one clue as to how they fish, what they fish, where they were fishing. Yeah. No so doubt, it's eh? good. Mm-hmm. No, and so if you're able to get that knowledge from pictures and people are, I'm not going to say dumb enough to do that, but are, are willing to offer that up for your benefit, <laughs> then go for it. Use it. Yeah, no doubt. Well, and that's what that's what Connor's been doing. So this tournament. That, that ends tomorrow. What are you in right now, Connor? Out of like 80-something guys, you're in ninth? I am in ninth place and after he's... Our, uh, our little weekend fishing trip. So, so yeah. So, Good deal. Good deal. So, yeah, tomorrow's our last-ditch effort. We're going to hit our local lake, the one we've talked about that they've just opened up to allow us to fish in. We're going to hope that... Hope we find a couple good ones. All we need, yeah. yeah all, like, all he needs is like a couple 20 inches. Two 20s? Hey, I'd be happy. I might, I might hit second place with two 20s, I think. And so what does that mean? Gonna, that means that you'd bump out uh, an 18 inch or like, yeah, what are you right, behind so, by? Uh, right now I'm sitting at 80, I think 89 and three quarters and the leader is in 95 and a quarter, I think. So I need, I, I need a couple good ones to say the least. Yeah. My, my lowest one, 17, three quarters. So at 20, you'd bump that out pretty good. And it's a couple twenties cause he's got to make up about six inches, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I, one day I'm optimistic, but I mean, you gotta so be. how does it, how does it work for, does it, does top 10 pay out? Top or three, is it, uh, top three in the largest fish. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't right. remember what first place prize is. It's gotta be over three grand or close. It's now, gotta can, be up there. Can yep. you be first, second, third, and still have the largest fish? Yes. So yes. You can win more than one. Yep. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even, even if you finish right where you are now, Oh, I'm happy. Uh, as a first year angler in these kayak tournaments, I'm getting, impressed. Yeah. yeah getting so, duped, uh, duped into it by Todd and, and getting all that kind of stuff. Duped you did. I just showed you, him. You got, you got <laughs> lots of wins. You didn't get wet. He, he opened You've got door. all your equipment that you started with, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't up. get wet. You got all the equipment that you started with. And you outfished for the entire him. year. I got to go tip yeah. him tomorrow now, <laughs> don't I, yeah. Bill? <laughs> and you know what hurts, Bill? I wasn't even in a tournament. I was just out there having fun. Yeah, I think as a rite of passage, Connor has to take dad out. And it ended before I even caught a fish. Like, fun's over. Yeah, I specifically bought a kayak that only sits one person. So, sorry about that. That's that's a smart way to go. My my kid's the only one that's coming on the kayak. His dad ain't getting in with him. That ain't happening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good grief. Todd was saying the other day, just having your name up there in the top 10 when people go through the tourney X. Uh, app there, it's pretty cool. Just having your name up there. It's the prestige thing, right? Yeah, especially being first year. Like, when, yeah. well, when we went to Caxacoma, you see these guys out there at five o'clock in the morning with their with their lights. Oh, and, and I've looked into some of these guys. I thought I yeah. had an expensive kayak. No, heck no. I don't hold a candle. I mean, now that I've done the money on some, they're 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 rolling. There's a lot rolling 10, about twelve twelve thousand dollars in their kayaks. I bet. Well, it's like That's anything. Incredible. Your name's up there for the top ten. It's like having your name up there, a good against a good score on the well, on the leaderboard. Trap shooting, you know, your name's up yeah, there. Why? Your name's yeah. up there. Yeah, that, you feel better too with a with a one thousand dollar kayak against these twelve thousands and and you still yeah. put dropping hammers and right thirtieth and year intense. Like so. what do they say? It's beating the the Kriegoff K eighty with an eight seventy. 
<laughs> but yeah, so so what I really and and then what I wanted to bring it. We talked a little bit last podcast about you know GoProing and making videos. Mm. So I've 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 started and I don't have the patience. I'm more of a okay. I'm fishing. I'm fishing. I'm videoing. I'm videoing. Combining the two, you get your battery goes. You got to change your memory card. You got to make sure you hit record. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta yeah, that, be. That button's really important. You gotta, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you gotta be wearing the darn thing on your chest all day. Connor's been doing this. Connor's got some pretty. Tell us. So I really want to get all of his footage, and because I've got the software, and make the, this initial like kick butt. Here is real redneck Connor. Here is a video, and then we're hoping to weigh this uh, this out, and and maybe make it monthly videos of of predominantly, you know, have Connor bring in his fishing videos. We'll have some hunting videos, but then add anybody that wants to throw in and make it, you know, a monthly channel and a mash of all of these folks videos together and make like an outdoors hunting, fishing video on our YouTube channel. And I think it'll be epic. Right. So, but Connor, tell them some of the footage that you've got. Cause on what was it? Saturday. We were out all day yep, Saturday. Yep, yep. It was insane. He's got footage. Did you watch it yet? Have you seen it? I have found the video. Did, what, did, did you get it? The Osprey? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, sit, sit, yeah tell I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. It's I'm, I'm pretty sure it's around seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning and I'm fishing a topwater spook bait and just out of nowhere, this Osprey comes down, hammers the water right on top of my bait. And he took a fish out too. And I got it all on the GoPro. Now, before we actually go through these videos, Todd's going to have to figure out some, some, I think funny sounds to cover over my, uh, my swearing. <laughs> the, the Jersey shore beat <laughs> button. We've got to make it a little kid friendly videos. And, uh, PG, but other than that, it was, it was pretty, I've never, it's never happened to me before that, that type of, uh, I heard a experience. splash and I turned around and look, was expected to see him pulling in a fish and this freaking pulling in a bird that was giant pounds. bird is flying away. And I'm like, is that, is Connor still on his boat? Like what just happened there? Oh. It was cool. It so was cool. no, it was pretty wicked. So he's been getting a lot of photos and a lot of videos. He's been getting blow up top water waters and and all kinds i think i got one but uh i haven't had it out since the one day just because man you got to charge the batteries you got to clean off the cards you gotta uh, it's a lot of work i just got got it cleaned off so we got a we got a fresh fresh card ready for tomorrow i should get mine going i might bring it tomorrow i gotta charge some batteries but so yeah i love fishing top water baits and seeing that that explosion and if you can get that on tape yeah. That's I think I've got I've probably got top shelf. 20, 20 minutes, 30 minutes of top water videos, especially in Rondo. Oh. Yep. Rondo, the, the bass are pretty uh and tomorrow lively. That's what I think is it's gonna be solid. Like last mm-hmm. time I got bored. Yeah, well mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of small fish. I got bored fishing a wacky wacky worm is just pulling in little guy, little guy, little guy, little guy, little guy. I finally went to where you're not supposed to fish from shore, but because I'm in my kayak, I could fish that side of this lake because it's right on the edge of town and there's bylaws all around it. And so I floated over and just let my kayak get stuck in the mat and started throwing and seven out of ten. No lie, my first 10 casts, seven blow ups. So top water, on yes. top water. Yeah. So Smashing them. It, it's, I just, I'm going to put that. I'm going to take my GoPro tomorrow and I'm going to start fishing top water because I figure the larger yep. fish are, are going to hit a top water before they hit a wacky worm. Yep. And that's where Unless I would start to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right on, on the head. Top water bait. They'll come after that and just 
blow it up, but get that reaction. Yep. Yeah. And that spot's not been fished a lot because you're not supposed to fish it from shore. So it's only folks in kayaks and there's not a whole lot. So I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to tomorrow night. So anyway, I want to bring Connor on and, and kind of do that little rendition and, and let him give his side of kayak fishing. And it's not just me. And I didn't coerce him. I just showed him my kayak. And after that, it was on. Yeah. Then the, uh, then the, the search was on. Yeah. I tell you what you do it. Once you're in, it's just awesome. It just goes where no boat, uh, no other boat can go. You don't care how shallow the water is. Pull your motor up and drift in and bounce off rocks. You can can launch anywhere. You do it once. You do it once. You're in the water. (laughs) It makes a good swimming platform. It does. Don's never going to let that go. No, he's not. (laughs) Good grief. Anyway. So, yeah. So I wish you guys the best of luck this weekend. I mean, you got one day left and I'm hoping to get some text messages from you guys. And we start a new one on the next day. There's another month, right? (laughs) There's two more. There's a September tourney and then there's a September. It's going to be tough for me because of ducks, geese, doves. October is going to be even tougher because deer. But we are going to hit St. Clair. But but yeah, we're going to have to hit Lake St. Clair next month. You catch one of them 50-inch muskies and one of those things. Oh, old man in the sea. I'm just going to say, see you later. <laughs> Turn on the GoPro and you can watch that after you find my body. Just open up. That's the it. And let him, <laughs> just let him run. That's what I was <laughs> Get yourself to shore and drop an anchor Stand or something. Stand up sure. and ski, baby. We're rolling. <laughs> That would, that would be really cool, though, pulling a muskie up to your kayak that's about half as long. Yeah, as right? A 45, 50-incher out of St. Clair. Slide over there, Pond Predator. I'll be taking people out in a charter on my yak. Yeah, post that on yeah. your uh, turn yak. <laughs> yep. 300 per person. You get 10 minutes at a time. I can only take one of you every 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kayak charter. Kayak muskie charter. You may get bit. So yeah, yeah. Definitely a good decision. I I love it. So yeah, so now he's got he's got he's got it all rigged up. Now he's got uh I had an extra trolling motor, so he's he's rigged it up and got that sitting on there now. So yeah, yeah, we're rocking any, and rolling now. Any changes for next year in the setup based on year one experience? Yeah, I'm definitely uh well right now I'm fishing blind because uh well I have Changed kayaks. The first one I, I buy, I use for, what do you think, Todd? A month and a half. A month and a half, and then we found a, a better one for yeah, the same price, so we flipped it. T12, 12-footer. And uh, so I sold the first one, but I sold it with the fish finder and everything that came with it originally. So Yeah, it was so a cheaper fish blind. finder. So he's, he's fishing without a fish finder. So that's kind of a must. As we know, you got to find those yeah, shoals. Those and, tournaments, eh? yeah. It's tough. Like that's how I caught mine in the morning. I just, I came across a weed bed that Connor didn't even know was there because he didn't have a fish Which, finder. He was fishing the edge and I was out in the middle getting to him. And I'm like, even more impressive that he's fishing blind and he's out fishing in ninth place. Well, not the last say. tournament he didn't i beat him not, in the last one long term, <laughs> but yeah so so yeah so he, he gets a fish finder i don't think i'm gonna make any changes to be honest with you the uh i'm rocking and rolling as far as i'm concerned the rumor is we're now going to be allowed to use motors in these tournaments and these day ones next Supposedly. year so so yeah these guys with the pedals it's going to even it out now that we're all right we're good to go we get our motors now it's going to make it a more enjoyable i might the only change i might make is a bigger battery so i'm certain i last all day so well yeah i mean these are small tweaks right you can't yeah. 
perfect the first year out. Well, this is me, you Bill. Gotta, I mean, you could. Uh, you, did you see the hesitation <laughs> in my voice when I said that? I was like, how is he going to respond to this? I just figured you were on knit two. Yeah. Didn't you know? Then, and you <laughs> yeah. just had to stop and concentrate for a second as the crochet hook came through. I didn't. Yeah, I, no, it you was, can't uh, talk and knit at the same time. Yeah. It was Woods Todd going to say to, to puff himself up on this one. Oh, but yeah, so I, I really, you get a kayak. I'm telling you, Bill, you got to get one. Whoever's Not listening. Look at, you got, oh man, you got Wendy <laughs> and and Braden, her you son and her husband, Andrew. They all bought yep. them, all three. And they're out in freaking Long Point Bay fishing already. And they went from not being able to even spool a reel. And in a month, they're catching largemouth bass on a kayak in the bay. Yep. My kayak's got a 20 horsepower engine <laughs> on the back with uh, two casting decks and two and fish flyers. And a $100 dock motor. fee. And a hundred dollar dollar fee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I'm just losing here. Yeah. <laughs> the anxiety of having to back it in in front of people. I'm over uh, that. I'm good with that. Yeah, now. that's awesome. Yeah, just do what Todd but, said at the start of the podcast. Who cares what people think? That's right. That's it. Right. And I'll just let her let her happen. You got it. So be respectful. Well, I but wish don't you guys the best think. of luck for uh, yeah. this weekend coming. That's Appreciate for sure. It, or this week. Yeah, uh, good shooting, Bill. Keep it up. Yeah. Thank you. And the next it. podcast yeah. is going to turn into a, it's a different animal. We're going. We're Connor, going. good luck tomorrow. Move Doves, out ducks. Yeah. yeah. Take the lead. Yeah, we got to get them to a couple 20 inches plus. So, all right. Rock and roll. Right. Appreciate everybody's Thanks, time. Gentlemen. We'll talk to you. Good night. See you next week. See ya. Take care. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd, and thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.